everybody welcome to the 404 <laughs> podcast man we are back today we about to get after it again man it is late october it is late in the evening so let's get it started man we're gonna get up going with our regular check-in first of all before we check in g money are you here i am here today good 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 big mark are you with you with us yeah my medea Dre dog can i hear you What's up, soldiers? All right, fantastic. All the fellas in the house, everybody's mic levels are good, so we can hear them. Let's go ahead and get started with our regular thing. Folks and fans, you're going to hear us check in with you to make sure that everything is good with us. Mark, why don't you start us off with the check-in this week, brother? Hey, man. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's good, fellas? I'm I'm Medea. Messia. I'm Medea. I'm Messia. Big up. Hey, man. I, I ain't got no, no, no big news to check in with today, man. You know, it's been a regular week. Uh... Work is getting a little busy. It's still getting a little bit more demanding. I'm starting to come into my own with the uh, the whole you know plant leadership thing, uh, dealing with a couple other issues. Did but you reprimand? Home, you, you home, supposed to reprimand off of a, a couple episodes ago? Nah, not yet. But now I'm building. I'm building uh, a I'm building a, a case. Twelve man, twelve. That's what oh, they're twelve. Dude, they build. I know, man. I, you know, I got an email from a guy from a whole different department. That's my counterpart in a different department complaining about dude. And I was like, look, man, listen. Just I need you to document. You know, whatever you you know all the shit he told me. I was like, just document it. You know, I I can't have a conversation with him. Unless I have some documentation. And I understand his frustration and blah, blah, blah. Three times today, three different plant leaderships came to my office. Well, two walked to my office and the other called me about the same dude. These are not like regular workers, like, you know, not as peers. This is plant leadership coming to me, complaining about dude. Three times today. So basically, y'all just about to paper trail his ass right on out of there. Look, man, I I don't know, man. I like the guy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like the dude. I'm not gonna. I do. I really like him. He's a brother, a young brother at that. You know what I mean? He makes decent money for what he does, but you know, I just I don't know, man. I don't know where his head is at. I don't think. Clearly, from the outside on, looking in, based on the information you're getting back, you know exactly where his head is at. You just don't like yeah, where his head is at. Do you? Do I, you I don't understand where his head is at. You know what I mean? He's not gonna make unless he's a genius, and I don't know. He's not gonna make the money that he's making in, in our department elsewhere. Not with he's, his credentials. Not with it. Not even with the almost three years experience he's had working with us. He's is, not going to make that kind of money. Is what he's being accused of or what he's not doing salvageable in a sense of one-on-one let me kick it to you real this is what's happening this is what could happen this is what you need to do to prevent it from happening what i what i was told by my uh, predecessor the the former supervisor uh she said whenever she had those moments that you just described he would show up for about two three months and do what everybody knows he should be able to do, and then he just slack off. Time to have that conversation then. I personally haven't had it with him, but uh, yeah, time to have that conversation with with some documentation behind it. Yeah, uh, and and kind of. But if you like him, like you say you like him, I do. Lead him I down really that do. road. I really show do, him, man. Show him the path, bro. Show him the path. Yeah, but Maybe when you show, show him that path means 
rules and regulations and things that have to be put up. You can't just tolerate nonsense because you want to be successful. He's got to, on a regular, daily, weekly basis, show you that he's capable of meeting that, those, whatever you put in place, he's got to reach those goals. Or you look like an incompetent leader. And yeah, I would say yeah, the Derek, one thing, yeah. the, the one thing and, and is to find out what it is he wants like if does he want to does he want to move forward does he want you know what's he doing is he just really stagnant in the position that he's in or is he does he perceive some other position or does he have any some other interests and things of that nature find out what those things are and and push him in that direction or help him get to that whatever it may be if it's within the company or not but yeah you got to have that same conversation that she talked about and especially since you said you like him and then and put put it in there. I learned like, this one thing deal, from bro. I learned this one thing from a, a manager that we've all had a long time ago, somewhere around Security Boulevard. And he would always say to me, whenever I came to him and said, I'm ready to fire somebody, gotta go, he just asked me one question. He said, Did you do everything you could to develop them? If you did yeah, everything you could yeah. to develop them, they fired themselves. You're good. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny about that, what you just said, Terry, when we did when we did the his uh, uh year end review which is not all complete yet. We just had a meeting about it. I obviously can't review the guy. So I had a meeting with my you know, pr uh, predecessor, my manager and our, our big boss. And she just broke it down. Like what she thought of this guy and they wanted to give him, you know, uh, uh, not meets requirements. And, and I vouched for him. I was like, listen, I don't want to do that on my watch. I'm new. You know what I mean? I want to give him a shot. So I agreed to give him meat requirements. But now I'm regretting that decision. Well, be careful who you vouch for, Mark. I mean, I, you know, it. yeah, I mean, you're right, G. But it was like, you know, I didn't want to be the, the, the new guy coming in. And now I'm going to be giving him a bad review, even though it's not me really giving him the review. You know what I mean? Because I come in on the tail end of everything, right? Is I yeah. came in on the end of review season. So all I did was sit through a meeting listening to the nine people that report to me. I listened to my the, the former supervisor give me the skinny on all nine of them. And then well, it just it's, it you know sounds I mean? like you need to reach you need to kind of extend the olive branch a little bit to the young man and, you know, and figure out if there's a way to get him back on track and keep him there. If you're able to, if you're able to do that, if you're able to truly develop and harness his skill and develop his skill, then that's a feather in your cap because the, your predecessor couldn't do it. That, that's my goal. That is my goal. But you can't, you know. Also, you know, you got if if it smells like a if it smells like shit and it looks like shit, then it's probably shit. It's probably <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe he, maybe he, maybe he's salvageable, but don't, you know, don't, don't get into that. Not at I the can fix some yourself. shit. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, nah, yeah, hell yeah. nah. But hell listen, nah. I didn't mean to make my my checking so belaboring, but you know, other than that, man, checking the week has been good. I'm looking forward to another good week coming up. I got nothing but good vibes in my family and in in the house, in my soul, and with everything else that's so. what's up brother we appreciate that Dre Dog, go ahead and hit us off with your check in man um uh my uh my shit is great um can you hear me loud yep. and clear loud and clear uh that's awesome uh just turned 50 on Sunday and um they surprised me with my mom she showed up 
I had my best friend Andy, Gonzo, he showed up. Dante showed up. Mason showed up. Uh, Mike and Phil, who used to be my old roommates, they, they live in uh, Houston. They showed up. Uh, it was just a good time. Uh, my wife did a great thing as far as a surprise birthday party. Good shit. Uh, and it was, uh, it was, it was just a good thing. I mean, we just, just sat out there in the back, tossing some shit in the air, uh, yeah. and, and just reminiscing of days of old. And it, uh, it was some good shit. So, I, I, I'm definitely happy. And, uh, especially, like, especially for those guys to, travel down here. You know what I mean? Like, just to, uh, they didn't have to do shit, but they celebrated my 50th birthday with me and they flew down here and stuff like that. So it, it was, it was, it was a big, it was a big time. And, uh, the guys stayed at my house for like, uh, the whole weekend. Fucking from Friday to Sunday, mm -hmm. so mm. it was a, it was, it was a good, it was a good thing, man, and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about that. What y'all uh, have, what y'all have for breakfast on Saturday morning? Uh, my, my daughter made pancakes and bacon and scrambled eggs, and then what? on the other, and then on other days she, she did muscle. sausage. I thought you was mother. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, Jordan or your older daughter? Jordan. 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 Jordan made breakfast for everybody. Yep. What? And then on, on the other day, she made French toast and sausage. So, what? I mean, yeah. She was busy because there's a lot. Y'all you some hungry ass. Oh, yeah, Jordan ain't never cooked like that at my house. Yeah. Breakfast is. You got to be right on a hangover breakfast. You got to hit the Yeah. Hangover. Jordan ain't let me know she can cook like that, y'all. She never oh, let no. me know she can cook like that. No, oh, she can get down with it. She can definitely get down with it. But like I said, uh, I got nothing bad to say. Uh, I was fucking just blown out of my mind, uh, honestly. Like my mom, they surprised me with my mom. Uh, my best friend Gonzo, he shows up. Mm. And, and just me and him just like kicking it. And just like, you know, sitting on the couch or whatever. It was just like days of old. And uh we we were like 15 deep. Just sitting out in the backyard, just smoking and drinking and just it was a good it was a man, good time. I, I saw I saw your pictures, Dre, online, man. And dude, I'm sorry I couldn't make it, man. I got the invite. I couldn't make it. But man, it, it was uh from the pictures you posted, man. It looked like it was a great time. All them it, decorations. It, I remember my fiftieth, man. I remember how I felt. So I can only imagine how you felt. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good shit, man. And like, uh, like honestly, uh, my wife put it all together, and uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she put it, it out it, there a long time ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. she a beast. Yeah, she did. 
She sent us all. And, and Lord knows during football season, I damn sure couldn't get away. But I'm glad it was a good time, man. You had fun. It sounds like you loved it. And, and big up to everybody that showed up for you, man. Your 50th is a big one, man. So, And you said earlier, you know, just reminisce about old days. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, yeah, you got a lot of old days you can reminisce about, you old ass mama. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of days you can reminisce yeah, about. Yeah, Yeah, so Dre Dog, we so, appreciate you, brother. And uh, we're gonna right. move on. I'm going to go ahead and do my check-in. It's going to be a quick one because we got to leave you G for last, as you know. Um, good week for us. It's, it's that football time. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, it, it's crucial. We're down to uh, second and last game. This well, this is the last game of the season this week. And we got that inclement weather. As y'all know, that, nor- that nor'easter is messing around with us up here. So we might have to move mm-hmm. the game from Friday to Thursday. And we may move to Saturday. So the worst thing you can have when you, as, as a coach is uncertainty about when your kids are going to play. Because you don't necessarily go how, how to go through practice the day before. So that's annoying. And that's probably the most annoying thing in my week. So if that's the most annoying thing in my week, I'm having a great week. I had a great week last week. And I appreciate y'all holding me down on the last show, man. Y'all know I have a lot going on with that one. And like I said, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I definitely, I listened to the show. And I think y'all did a bang up job, man. Good shit, Gary, for leading all that stuff off. And and, and, and I, what I know now is that I'm afraid because y'all, y'all just don't need me no more. So don't, don't trip. That's right? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying. It's, it's don't trip. I'm going to be here. You know, we got one yeah, game we, left. So everything versatile. is all good. versatile, man. Yeah, everything is good, man. Everything is good. Everything is lovely. Family's well. I got to, to see both kids came home surprisingly this weekend for a day or two. Um, got to see Jordan uh, yesterday. He came and hung out for a while. Dylan came home for the weekend. Um, and they both surprised us for that. But always good to see kids at home. Still got the three dogs driving me crazy. Um, still working. Still everything going good. <laughs> everything else is the same. Uh, wife is good. Kids are good, man. Everything is lovely over here, man. We're blessed. We are blessed. That's my check-in. So we can go ahead and kick it off to the dude who is last, but never least, G-Money. Check in with his brother. Uh, you know, I, I want to say that, um, first of all, I, I can appreciate... The, all the positivity that just came, you know, into, you know, in terms of check-ins and, and you guys and, and, and we're all you positive and, 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 that, and the things that are going on in your lives that are all positive. I think that's dope. It's awesome. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm on this call because of the positive energy that I get from y'all. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a bit of a struggle um, through the situation that I'm in. Not really to touch on it too, too much, but I will say this, um, you know, I started a new little job and, you know, I've set some personal goals and things of that nature, which I've been able to hit. Um, I'm getting stronger by the day. Um, There are good days and there are bad days, but um, today is a good day. Um, It's 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 really. uh, You know, when you're dealing with divorce looming in your life. It makes you take a hard look at what you got going on, mm-hmm. and um, I'm really, I'm really happy to be around you, brothers. And uh, I got a lot of positive energy coming my way, and I'm, I'm kicking out a lot of positive energy. So I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at from a mental, from a, a mental health perspective. Good, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about what's going on. Just stay strong. I, that's all I can do. That's all I can do, yeah. Jay, and I appreciate that. That's all I can do, and that's all I've been doing, and and I've been following a lot of advice that's been given my way, and, and I've been kind of doing my own thing and and staying focused. So, but uh, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be able to talk about my situation the way that I'm talking about it right now, kind of vaguely, but also talking about it real. And uh, it's it's been a good week, we'll say that, and 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 we're looking for more good weeks and good days as we move forward. 
good stuff, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to brush over that too much, G, because I know what you're dealing with is real. I mean, you you made it sound very, you know, like very manageable, but I know at times it's not manageable for you. You know what I mean? So I would say, you know, on top of staying strong, it's just know that you're strong. Know that you are a strong black man and and you know what I mean? This 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 won't break you. You know what I mean? It won't break you, so it's gonna only make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? So I I just didn't want to brush past it, man, because I know what you're dealing with is real. We've all been through. Well, I don't know. We've all been through it, but I I know I've been through it. I'm I'm on wife number two. Um, but at fifty, it's a little bit different. At fifty, it's everything is different. At fifty, almost twenty years, almost twenty years together. It's it's a little different, sure. you know what I mean? It just yeah, it's yeah. not, you know, and, and there's a lot of uh, self-reflection that needs to happen. A lot of, you know, you 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 look at your self-worth and what's going on, and then yeah. you have to stay positive in that way. And I and I've leaned on I've leaned on all of you in one way, shape, or form because you know that's kind of what I do, you know, and, and what I, we do I, for I'm, each other. I'm not gonna lie, I I feel like you guys are taking away from my uh, 50th birthday. Cause you guys is old as fuck, uh, uh, but for me to have my fiftieth birthday, um, just this day, let's give it up. No, I got one for you. Oh, okay. I missed something. I missed something. I missed something. What happened? Oh, Give it up oh. for Dre's 50th birthday. Oh, oh, oh. Happy birthday, Dre Dog. You know what I mean? There you go. Big ups. Big ups yeah. for Dre Dog's birthday. He just busted all the way. Big up yourself, birthday, you, boy. You go ahead and finish your check. He came in strong. I'm, in, I'm in the garage. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the fucking driveway putting them in the air right now, bro. I'm putting yes, something in the air for you. There you go. <laughs> <Sir>. <laughs> So, so Jay, we appreciate you, man, with your check-in, and, and more importantly, we're glad that your mental health is doing well, man, because we all know that that is an important part of uh, keeping yourself right and the people around you right. It's all about yourself and understanding what's going on with you, man. You know, mental health is real. You know, mental health is health, people. So, so if you're feeling a certain way, you can't reach out to people, man. You go to mentalhealthishealth.com or .us. I'm sorry, and, and talk to somebody and get some help, man, because things are real. And and, and, not, and acknowledging it, I think, is the beginning. And we all grown up. It's, we talked about it before in the podcast. We've all grown up to be strong black men, and we don't have this. Myth. You know that that that's old days. That, that's a that's a myth now. That's not real now. Now you got to confront and deal with it, and and and, and get yourself back to your good graces. All right, brother, we wish you best. Yeah, respect, respect. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so listen, man. Let's go ahead and push it on down the road, man. Appreciate everybody's check in. Uh, we're gonna go to the brief thing now. I mean, I don't, as you know, people that listen, I wasn't on the podcast last week for last week's episode. There was a simple reason for that. Um, huge game we had uh, as far as our high school football team, and we knew that that game or the game after that we had to win to go to the district or, or even be in play at that point. Let's talk about that. And uh, good game, very tough game. Number one team in the state we played, and uh, they basically hanging seventy. 60 points on everybody quarterbacks a d1 guy he's going penn state no happy valley guy but we played him tough uh we lost it 31 to 24 i believe it was by touchdown that's uh, so close we, we hung in there and, and and we really it's, it's that old story when you beat yourself you know, turn the ball over twice and you know just bad penalties and things like that but we played him as hard as we could so this week is with, with the rubber now meets the road 
Like the rubber now meets the road. I see it too. The rubber now meets the road. So we got to go in there this week. And now again, as I said, the, we have to win this week to even be considered, you know, to, to be in play. And the, the crazy thing about it is we have no idea when we're going to play. We know Friday that Norris is coming through. So it's either going to be Thursday, possibly Saturday. Probably won't move to Monday because the points have to be done for the end of the year for district settings. So we're just going to assume that we're going to play Thursday at this point. And tonight is Tuesday. Tuesday. So I think they, they didn't let us know tonight. So maybe tomorrow early they'll let us know. And... Terry, let me ask you this. Are, are you guys off school Friday? No. Oh. No. I, I'm sorry. The only reason why I ask is because they – our our football team is playing Thursday, and I found out that our our, our school is closed on Friday. Not really sure why, but you know Florida going some other shit anyway. But yeah, school's closed Friday. No, we, we it's the weather. It's the only reason we're doing it. We don't have one of those in service yeah. days as they call them. For, you know, we call them in service days up here when the school is closed, but the teachers go or whatever it is. Not the case. You, but you anyway, you had mentioned something about you mentioned something about Saturday possibly as a, as a, as a gate. Is a day that y'all would play. Would they do Saturday afternoon or would they do Saturday night? It would be Saturday morning. And the problem with that is because, again, when are the referees available? The referees are already scheduled to do a JV game on Saturday morning because our JV plays on Saturday mornings. Do they really? Yeah. So we play Friday and JV plays Saturday morning. So, again, what time Thursday, Saturday morning if you're going to play, play on Thursday, where are you going to get the referees from to play on Thursday? That's going to be the toughest part of that whole, you know, it's a lot of moving parts that have to be put together. And uh, I don't know where you get the referees to play on a Thursday. Are y'all in a referee shortage? Like everywhere else in the country, yeah, sure. Like like yeah. everywhere else in the country. Yeah. It didn't help that one of our referees got beat up in the game. Not not our team, a, a different game this year. But I won't I won't mention any names in that. But yeah, yeah, a player attack official here <laughs> against a team we pay for during the game, yeah, right after the game, right after the game. And it's, Black oh, dude, so the, the white oh, dude. The Black game dude, the white over. dude. It doesn't matter. But what difference does it make? Game Mark? was over. Game was over. I'm just saying. I want to know who attacked the official. A player, a football player. Black, a black dude, a, a football player, a football player. Yeah, football that's player. That's, that's how we're gonna. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, Puerto Rican, ignorant AF. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what color you are. You're ignorant AF. Was the official black or white? I just want to know. Is it? Can you say that? It was an official. He was an official. Yeah, a player attacked He he was a zebra. might want to run a TMZ and it would have story. I'm not giving you nothing. What's the D14 classified game and shit? Huh? Why does race get involved in that at all? Just out of curiosity. I'm curious. I know, but why? Who is throwing a temper tantrum on the high school football field? It is the black people's or the white people's? Both of them. I just want to know. Both of them. Both of them. Who trying to beat up the ref? <laughs> Who beating up the ref? Nah, but that, that's where we at, man. That's where we're going. Mark, you know, when we get to post-production, if you want all that information, I'll be more than happy to with that. I get his name and everything. You can watch the film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll shit. Down with everything. Oh, shit. But, uh, you, can call, you can call him and see how he's doing. Right here, <laughs> Make sure he's good. We're going to cut shit. that right here. So, uh, hey. yeah, but G, that's where we at. Mark. I mean, it's, it's a thing. So, if you really want to know how I'm feeling, then check on me on either Friday morning or Sunday morning. I'm not sure which one we got to check on you, but I'll, I'll text you. I'll let you know check when on your damn referees, man. Yeah. Hey, when, they, when we get to work, I'll let you know when we're playing. And, um, and this is a must win for us to, to get in the district play. So, well, I mean, it's it's a, it's a, good, it's a, it's a good place to I be. I mean, it's our ultimate rival. That it's we're a good place to be. Do. You know, it's a rival week is week 10, right? So we got our ultimate yeah. rival in week 10, and we have to beat them to go. So let's yeah, get it on. It's a good place to be. You know, yeah, you don't want to get to this point in your season and be playing for nothing. No, especially when you got 20 seniors on your team. And you need referees that know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. 
okay? You, you, Mark, your your I, practices I are more... Album. That, that is an oxymoron in this area. <laughs> you know, I don't want to dog anybody. We appreciate what they're doing, but I, ooh, sometimes, brother. I, I would wonder. imagine that your practices have been more intense. You know, I would I would imagine that, you know, the, the, the practice uh, uh, tempo has been raised. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I would imagine that cats are, are really pumped about where they're going, you know, what's going on in terms of the game. We're going like 75% so speed on install. Install right now is 75%. You, that's what you, you want, and it, it sounds like that's that's where y'all need to yeah. be, you know, and that's dope. I, I think that that's yeah. awesome. I, no I way to turn it down at this point. I, I remember it. I remember it. Yeah, you know, right. I remember, yeah, remember that like. grind? Remember that grind? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty then. Hey, hey, and we tell the seniors, I would say, hey, I would you can say play your last game school. tonight or you can play another game. It's up to you. It's what you put Exactly. Up exactly. And that and that's the beauty of it. And and to me, you know, when I when I equate what I did in high school to what when I'm when I'm dealing with on the high school level that I'm coaching, one of the things is, and I think I've probably mentioned this before, is that that sometimes we've gone into games and the players just feel like they can't win just flat out coach we're not going to win this game oh, and i can and i tell them this I and i, and I tell that. you guys this i, couldn't I could that. never i couldn't I, could, I i never remember ever feeling that way i went we went into every single game thinking that we had a shot to win we just had to play so i mean so it, it, to, to go into a game knowing that you're going to lose and you know losing 22 to 1 and shit like that i mean i I just I can't it, identify it, with it. It, it. It depends on the season, man. You know what I mean? If you're having a winning season, it's easy to feel like you're going to win. No, if you're dude, having no, not no, such no, a good Mark, winning season. I'm not even talking about winning season. I'm literally talking about going into a game and, and the team that you're going to go play, you know before you get off the bus or before they get off the bus that you're going to lose. I've never felt that way. I always felt like there was a chance I for us to win. I wouldn't let that atmosphere fester. In, any, in anything we yeah. did. I'm just yeah. saying, I, I mean, as a coach, I, 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 I hear, that, I hear that, 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 what do you say, that feeling is there or, or that energy is there, but I'm not going to let that cancer fester in my locker room. Yeah, you can't. Unless you, you was can't. a coach, you I believe to, it too. If you was a coach, feel that way. Fucking, then. I, I ain't going to lie to you. It's hard as shit. It's hard. It's hard you for me. You have to dismiss like, that, though. But we've all played. We've all played that team where that's been number one championship team, yes. and you feel a certain kind of way. We've all played. But you that always team. felt like if you punch him in the fucking mouth. I always, if you punch him in the mouth in the beginning, individually, you had yeah. a shot in the end. Individually, individually but yeah. somebody got to be the underdog. You doing this field to get the dub? Yeah. yeah. Like how 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 deep are you willing to dig? Are you? How much dirt you willing to pull up? I mean, come on, like, yeah. and that and that to me was the difference between what I what I experienced as a high school athlete versus what I'm what I'm what I'm dealing with right now, and I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to get them to that point. Times are different now. Man. So these, what we talk about in practice today, is remember, when we started, everybody gets a trophy. The whole thought process of these kids change as to what it takes to be a winner, as to what it takes to be a great competitor. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not the grind that you and I, that Mark and Dre, that we all went through. They just expect that, oh, if I come out here and I show up and I'm dressed, we should be, we should get some kind of reward. We, we should be good at something. No, it doesn't work that way. You know, not one to work in the gym, not one to put in the off-season work. They just expect to come and win something. That, that's that's the era that we live in now. And it's easier yeah. with a defeatist attitude to say, Oh, they're a good team. We can't win. That defeatist attitude is easier for them than manning up and going out there and actually going after it and getting after it and trying to take yeah. that win from them. You know what I mean? It's just easier for these yeah. guys. Yeah. It's, it's crazy yeah. to me. 
it's crazy to me yeah, and, and 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 that's and i think that's that's a nail on the head like i'm talking to these kids and i'm like guys i, I understand that you've never played lacrosse before i get that and you know we, we were lifting for a few weeks and we're working and we're doing our things i said but right now we're playing i said we're playing and you know it's to a point where you're not even challenging yourself to challenge you know you're not challenging yourself to compete you know you're 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 you're, you're oh my god i'm so tired i can't oh my god i'm so tired like which you're, you're 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 automatically assuming i said i said what is the fear that when you get tired it's going to happen i'm going to pass out okay i'm not going to let any of you motherfuckers pass yeah. out yeah. I, had to, I had to reassure them. I was like, I'm not going to let any of you motherfuckers pass out. Only thing I'm going to ask you to do is that when you get tired, it's to fucking take air into your lungs and breathe and then try to and then try to play again. I said, but don't don't think that I'm going to play you until you pass the fuck out. Get that out of you. You're not going to play till you pass out. You're in, you're in better shape than you think you are. You're just having trouble breathing right now because you're panting instead of trying to take air into your you know, lungs. i tell you something. It sounds like you're dealing with some mental toughness issues because uh, like I, I, I tell yeah. my kids all the time, Hell like, yeah. your mind is so much stronger than your body. Your body will quit. Your body will shut down. You, your body, you will feel like your body can't go another inch. But if you tell, let your mind tell your body, you got one more rep, you got one more rep, I got one. You you can go actually all day. You'll be fine through this game. But what you have is that mental yeah. toughness, that mental weakness, as I call it. Just as soon as you start hurting, oh, coach, I'm out. Ooh, I'm cramping. That's mental. That's mentally weak, right there. As, as, as I will say, as a yeah. coach, me, I'm think you're mentally weak, and I'm gonna try and get you mentally stronger. And I, and I, I didn't call him mentally weak, but I definitely said we have we have to be mentally strong. What did you call him? And, and, and I tell them what, this. What word did you use when and you I walk away? What huh? did you call him? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't call him anything. See, that's it. Now, now I've learned. Now I've learned. I didn't call him anything. I was like. We have some mental toughness issues, is what I said. I, didn't I said call because him right weak, now, but I called. I did. Him I did I dude, I'm, I'm I'm looking around. I've got a couple freshmen, a couple juniors, mm -hmm. you know, a couple sophomores. Sure. I'm looking at these kids. And I'm like, we're about to be together for a little bit. You know, we we gonna be together for a while. I said, you guys are struggling to come out two to three days a week. They don't trust the process. Str we're struggling to come out two to three days they a week. Have to trust and, the and you know, we're, we're struggling to kind of move forward. I said, when lacrosse season starts, we're together five days a week. So I'm not even trying to scare you. I'm trying to create an understanding of what reality is. So you have to do a little bit more than you're doing right now. I said, and you know, and then, and then I, I peel it back after I leave the practice field and I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling myself, this is me. I'm dealing with the shit I'm dealing with, and I'm trying to tell they these motherfuckers that they got to be mentally strong. I got to be mentally strong so I can so I can get them to understand what mentally strong is. So I'm dealing with my mental strength on another level, but I'm trying to get these guys to understand they got to be mentally strong to be able to run for 45 seconds in a play, not run for 10 seconds and then be tired and not be able to process that I got to move into the middle to cover my man's back because that's all we're, we're all we're working on right now is being able to cover each other's back on and on on defense because the, the bottom line in lacrosse if you can't defend you certainly can't you can't compete you can't if you can't defend you can't compete at all of course if you can't score you can't compete but if you can't defend then you got a fucking problem yeah no doubt a major no problem doubt. i agree i agree but you know that's just you know terry i think terry and i could 
Kicked uh, Bobo all night on that, right? About <laughs> coaching, yes, yeah. absolutely. About, absolutely. So we can go ahead and stop for Mark and Dre. I, I can see you over there. I think Mark went to sleep three times and Dre four. So let's go ahead yeah. and shake them and wake them back up. So we apologize Woo-hoo. for getting off on that tangent, man. But yeah, we'll check in with yeah. y'all next week on how everything went. And G, big up for you. Good luck with your, with your team, but I hope they, hope they come around. Thank you. So let's move it on down the road, man. We talked about this one in pre-production, and we 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 almost thought that it was something we weren't going to talk about. But then, as the emotion and the feelings and the things that we started, that the passion about this, the conversation started to come around, I said, "Well, let's just go and put it in the docket and see what we get when we go into the regular show." So it's it's in the news now, and I'm, I'm sure most of our listeners have heard about it. It's the death that occurred on the set of Alec Baldwin's movie that he's shooting right now. So we're going to go ahead and get into that, and I'm going to go ahead and start with Marcus Sparkus. Go ahead and tell us what happened. Like, tell, tell, tell me your feelings on his background, well, I mean, whatever you know. Do you want to tell him what, 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 so the, what, what the basics is? On the set of Alec Baldwin's movie, he was given a prop gun, um, told it was a cold gun, fired the gun, and killed the cinematographer and injured one other person on the set. So one person dead, one person injured. Um, from the gun that Alec Baldwin fired and the question that I guess was posed was is he responsible or who's responsible more importantly and that's what sparked the conversation uh, that we were having in pre-production so Mark go ahead and speak on it well you know accident or not he took a life there, there has to be some some precedent set for that right there is it's accident called, there is it's, it's called murder it's what, a precedent what, can you expand upon that what do you what do you mean by that i'm just I'm saying not accident or not he took a life someone died no he he didn't yeah he took a life but it wasn't his fault the guy told him that he had a cold gun and I, then he used the prop what he thought was a prop gun and come to find out it was actual live gun. That's not his fault. So it was saying, the so fuck. Like, so you when know, you're ignorance, it's not ign- your fault. Ignorance. So you I don't think ignorance can be excused. Hold on, Mark. What I'm as, saying, as, when you when you kill somebody and it wasn't intentional, I think they call it involuntary manslaughter. They do. So 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 the okay. guy. Okay. So so the guy that uh, loaded up the gun and gave it to Alec and told him that it was a, a, a dummy gun. You can't just put it on him, though. You know what I'm because saying? Because the, fact the, the, the owner of, the, of the gun, at the end of the, the chain, at the end of that chain of command, if you will, the owner of the gun is Alec Baldwin. No, he, he is not. Fire. It's no, not, Mark. No, listen. No, 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 Mark. They were doing a, a, a fucking film, and the guy that gave the gun to Alec Baldwin told him told him it was a cold gun, but okay. it was live. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a matter of speech or a figure of speech, if you will. When I say the owner of the gun, the owner of the gun is a person with the the last person to hold a gun. Okay, that's how that when I say the owner of the gun, I'm saying he is the last person that had possession of the gun. He is also responsible for checking the the the, the sister, the device that he's got. Just like my dad is a tractor trailer driver, God bless his soul, rest his soul. But every time he took a truck, he had to make every time he sat in the truck, 
even though he's picking up a trailer or whatever, he has to make sure everything works before he hits the road. So, Mark, what you're saying is, is that the weapon specialist for this movie set, yeah, has no fault. Alec, no fault. It was all Alec Baldwin. I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say he had no fault. So, 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 listen to me. So, Mark, check this out. You're the movie star. All right, you're the movie star, and then I bring a gun to your hand, and I'm supposed to make sure that it's not a live rounds and stuff like that. So when it happens, and it is a live round, is it my fault or is it your fault? Because you're the star. It's both our faults. Oh my God, you it's both our fault. Stupid as fuck. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me, because the, the interviews that I listened to today. It is also the actor's responsibility when he takes possession of this gun to check it. This is a gun that potentially could have live rounds. This is a safety precaution. It is his responsibility also to check that gun and make sure what he was handed was in fact fucking duds. And it's there's, not going to kill anyone. There's a job for a person like that that's their fucking job to make sure that it's no live rounds this shit has happened with uh bruce lee's son uh a couple other martial artists or whatever this shit it's not like this is the first time it happened no i'm the well, second that i'm aware of though it's the second that i'm okay and 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 on this particular set it's not the first time it has happened on the same fucking set with these same directors so my point is and you're actually making my point for me because it didn't happen for the first time then god damn it somebody should have said hey listen i don't care who gives you what check your shit and make sure you so, don't have live rounds and they had the guy who does that and he fucked up he and fucked up so no 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 mark, mark mark no mark listen the guy that was supposed to make sure that it was uh, uh, cold uh, was supposed to be a cold gun, he fucking loaded it. And then he and, gave it to Alex and told him it was a cold gun. And it wasn't. It was a hot gun. And ignorance, ignorant, Terry, finish the statement from it. What the fuck Terry got to do with shit? I'm talking to you. Because there's a precedent for ignorance. It, it, you, you you can't claim ignorance when 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 you've broken the law. Okay, you can't. You can't claim ignorance, and which it's is what and which is what Alex 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 is claiming ignorance. He didn't break the law. But he didn't check his weapon. District attorney in area says that criminal charges are being considered. He didn't check his weapon. If a if a police officer who is who is commissioned to shoot a motherfucker discharge his weapon. Or even takes a weapon from a company issued weapon, he is responsible for that weapon, regardless of who loaded it, regardless of who handed it to fucking him, so regardless of who is servicing the weapon. The weapon specialist should shouldn't have any any fucking. Like, I I didn't say that, Dre. I said they no, are both I'm responsible. Saying, I'm I, I'm saying they are both responsible. The but guy I, gave him the gun and told him. It was a cold gun. Yes, so and he that. should and he should be fired for that. And he should be fired 
for that and, and potentially catch some charges, but most likely fired. But the end user of that weapon is Alec Baldwin. And he just took the word of his prop person, like he's always done, because he's a, he's been doing this for umpteen years and he's never had an issue before. So he just does what he normally does and relied on the prop people to have his back, which in so fact, you, it just didn't work this. out that way. Let me, let me ask you this, man. And now so someone's dead. Talking, so what, what, what and I, and I kind of understand your angle. Okay. And, and it appears as though your angle is more, you know, SOP, you know, standard operating procedure. Right. Yes. So yeah. when you when you when you take the standing standard operating procedure perspective, I'm right? a quality guy. So that's what I do. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. And, that, and, I'm, and I'm understanding that about your opinions and a lot of things. You know, I'm, I'm really starting to understand that now more and the more that we talk. But so Alec Baldwin, as an actor, was supposed to take that gun from the guy who said it was cold. And what you're saying is, in the standard operating procedure manual and whatever the case may be, he was supposed to check it. Absolutely. 100%. Even though 100%. the guy said what he said. So therein lies the, the minutia. The, the gray area. One, one. Isn't that gray? Isn't that gray? Alec was not only the actor there. He was a, he's a producer in the movie. He's a, he has a producer role. He's you know acting producer. So he has a lot of say, more say than just he's taking these cues from everybody else. He's a producer in this movie, Rust. He's a producer. Okay. Okay. So, and, and which gives him more responsibility. Absolutely. So I, I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. T. But, yeah. at, at, but, but to your point though, G. You know, yeah, he was. He's definitely supposed to. He's the end user of that thing. Understanding, he didn't have a prop gun. He had a real gun that should have had prop bullets. Mm. Like he had a real firearm yeah. that point. should Good have proper bullets. Yeah, my question he had a is, real fucking gun real, in his hand. Why real bullets on a movie set? The movie's not real. Why are the bullets real? Well, well, Terry, I, I heard this argument. Mark, I, I understand. I, I watched Clint Eastwood movies, and I'm telling you right now, back in Clint Eastwood days, he was not shooting from the 45 real bullets. Yeah, but 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 how did you enjoy those movies I, where I, they're I not actually shooting? I, matter of fact, I watched you know this one two days ago. Well, here's the thing. Some, you know, with with the with with, with the way they they want TV to be now, real and and real life looking, right? Sometimes you have the the need for real bullets when you're shooting at you know inanimate objects because you want that effect of a bullet hitting something and making it look real, as opposed to that you know uh, 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 computer graphic shit that you see sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I like I, I, I understand the idea of having live rounds on a set for the for the effect. But for that reason, I think everybody should understand that, hey, I got a real fucking gun. I need to make sure there's no real bullets in this son of a bitch. As an end user, you know, listen, a so, life so, a life so, was taken. So so basically what you're saying, Mark, is that the guy that gave Alec Baldwin the gun he should have told him if it was a live rounds or not, right? I think the guy that gave him the gun should know his job better. I think he fucked up because he 
So obviously, how is it was it actually, Alex's I think it's fault. a she. I think it's a she, actually. No, because it was a dude. It was a dude. It's but it's how it's is it? It was a dude. Okay. Okay. It was a guy. Okay. It was it was a guy that gave him the gun. It was a chick that died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was listening to this uh this interview on the Breakfast Club and I thought they said How is it his fault? I thought I thought they said it was a female who the female was the one that was in charge of the prop and she had made claims to the producers that she didn't feel comfortable doing the job. And so the question was if she made that known why did they hire her? So I heard that argument earlier today on the Breakfast Club, uh, which led me to believe that whoever was in charge of loading that gun was well, some Well, I think who's in charge of handing it to him, because I'm looking at it right now. The firearm was handed to ball by Rust Assistant Director Dave Halls. Ain't no women okay, named so Dave. Dave okay. Halls. All right. All right. All right. So that answers that question. Who believes the gun was so, cold, yeah. meaning the gun... No, it, it doesn't answer the question. My question was, how is it... Alec Baldwin's fault because someone told him that he had a fake gun or a cold gun and that he shot it. So now it's his fault. Are you talking about in the eyes of in the eyes of common sense or in the eyes of the law? Both. In the eyes of common sense, you probably say it's not his fault. In the eyes of law, he probably can get stuck with involuntary manslaughter because he committed the act. Because someone told him he had a cold gun. So if somebody tells you to rob a store and no bullets in it, and you happen to just fake shoot it and then shoot somebody, it's still on yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, you can't you just, do that. You, you the one doing the act. So you got to be responsible for your own actions at some point. Or, or let I me mean, ask you this. Let me ask you this. Are you saying that Alex Baldwin should have zero accountability in this situation? Is that what you're saying? I, wanted, I was about to ask the same question. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have. A... Uh, no, honestly, No. The guy that gave him the gun is the <laughs> one that should have. But that's fine. All the fucking. No, seriously. No, look. All right. So we're all movie stars. And if someone gives you a gun and you think it's a fucking prop gun and come to find out it's live, is that your fault? So that no, takes me back to my question. That Do you think that Alec Baldwin has zero accountability in this whole incident? I think that he has, yeah, I do. Wow. I think the guy that handed him the gun is the one that should be going to court or whatever. So if that's, that's, if that's the, the case, way. what happens to the guy who actually let me, loaded hold the on, prop? Let me say on this. this. Say what? What happens to I, the person who actually loaded the prop? Which is not the guy that handed. That's the what prop. I'm talking about. No, no, the, no, no. The no, guy that get. So the guy who loaded the, the the guy who loaded the real bullets in the gun. Who, it's not whoever, the same guy who gave him the gun. Whoever told Alec Baldwin that the gun was cold, he, he should have checked it and made sure that it was either live or whatever, but he told him that it was a cold gun. So how, that's like me giving you a cold gun, Terry. And then you shoot off some shit. First of all, I don't hold cold guns because I, if I if I got if I need a gun, my hand, it's gonna be hot. Let's get that right now. If I got to grab a tool, it's gonna be hot for sure. For sure. Oh, Smith and Wesson yes, cooking. Hit him up. Hit him up. You hey, look, hey, Dre, hey, Dre, I can't, Dre, I can't get with you on this one, Dre. I can't. I want to. I really I, want to. I, I can't I, get with you I, on I, this I, one. I, I, I don't need you to get me on this one. <laughs> what I say to you is that the guy that told Alec Baldwin 
that the gun was cold. So now Alec Baldwin thinks he has a fake fucking gun. And they come to find out that bitch was hot. So Dre, let That's me propose this thing. So let me propose this thing, which is actually way All right, down. so the let me ask master, you this. Hold on, Mark. The prop master loads the gun. The prop master then gives the gun to assistant producer. The assistant producer then gives the gun to Alec Baldwin. There's three people involved in that transaction. Maybe one more. Who knows? Maybe there was an assistant there. But there's three people involved in that whole transaction. Do you think the guy in the middle should be the only one that gets charged with something? The person that said that the gun was cold and gave it to the star. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so work with me. Let me, let with me. Mark, Mark, I got to let me, Mark, can you just let okay. me walk down this road? Please? Okay. I, I'm, I thought so you were when done. The, when the, go when ahead. When go the, ahead. The, go the, ahead. The, the producer gave Alec Baldwin the gun and said it's cold. What do you think he was told when he got the gun from the prop master? I don't know. I wasn't on the fucking set. All I'm fucking saying is, is that if the guy gives me a hey, fucking gun, give, if you don't want to give no, me, that's fine. No, that's fine. No, that's no, fine. no, 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 no. Listen, if a fucking if if, if I'm on a movie site, I just Johnny and a fucking you, person, I just Johnny Cochran, Jazz, and you don't like it. But I'm telling you right now, it only makes common sense that you would say that the guy who gave him the gun told him it was cold too. That's the only answer to that question, Dre. That's the only answer to that question. That's the only answer. I'm not gonna let you so, get out of that one. That I, is the I, only answer I, available. I, I have a I have a more serious question for Dre. And my question for you, Dre, is this. The lady that got killed, her husband and her kids, who should they go talk to about why their mom is dead? Alec Baldwin or the guy who gave Alec the gun? The guy that fucking said that the gun was cold and it was a hot gun. That's where they go to. And by so the way, not, not to agree, but the, the cinematographer who passed her name was Helena Hutchins. So just so we know. Elena. Sorry. Elena. Yeah. Elena. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry about her loss. I mean, to the family. But I understand you, Dre. But the the person that killed my wife is who I want to talk Mark, to. Mark, listen to me. If I'm the husband Mark, of Mark, Elena Hutchinson. Mark, I told Mark, you they felt some kind of Mark, way in pre-production. I tried to tell you. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> I tried to tell listen you. to me. So you're the star, Mark. You're the star. And I'm the guy that gave you the gun. And you shot and killed the people. And I told you the gun was cold. So now... The people were supposed to come and talk to you? No, fuck that. They're supposed to come and talk to me because I gave you false information. Okay, I'm gonna flip what you just said, except I'm gonna use what us on the panel. Flip. I'm gonna, I'm, it's the same scenario. I'm just gonna fl- I'm just gonna tweak it a little it's a bit. Okay. You heard him out. You hear him out. All right. I heard what you're saying. I was saying. Here's I'm flipping. Okay. Terry is the one that loaded that. the gun and handed it to me. Don't do that. I'm the one that shot your wife. I'm the one that pulled the trigger. Who are you most concerned about? But Mark, you have to the guy that told the guy that told you. But Mark, you didn't do you didn't draw the exact I, parallel because when I gave okay. you the gun, I told you it was Talk. cold. Oh yeah, Terry gave me the gun and told me it was cold. That's a direct comparison. Okay, but I'm the one that pulled the trigger and I shot your your wife. And then we find out that it wasn't cold. I'm going at Terry. Okay. Okay. Because because he lied to you and told you the gun was cold. 
And me and you, we still cool. And me and you, we still cool. We can still go we out and have a drink. Fucking, well, first of all, we were never cool in the first fucking place. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Fucking, you're, I'm just you're, saying. You're, 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 a, you're a movie star, and I'm fucking a production assistant or whatever. No, no you were never cool. You, a gun specialist. You're, you're the, the fucking key grip. You're you, the key grip. But you're, you're, the, the, you're the husband. Key Your wife is the actress. You're the husband. Your wife is the actress. So I obviously I know the family. So I'm saying you know me still you know, cool. How do we get to you this? You know what, Mark? I'm 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 gonna agree with you just so we can stop fucking talking about this. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. I I'm gonna be mad at whoever you mad at. I'm mad at them too. Okay, let's move on. What we got going on next? <laughs> good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Something that's probably near and dear to everybody's heart right now if you're out and if, if you do the grocery shopping. So, Mark, you're kind of going to be out of this one. Um, we know from episode two that you don't do no shopping at your house at all. I don't know how you got so damn big. So let's go ahead and push on down the road. Let's talk about the gas prices, man. This whole inflation thing and this food price that's going on in the country right now, man. So G Money, go ahead and kick us off with that. Well, I, you know, I will say that, uh, you know, the the price of gas is, is probably the one thing that's been talked about on on a lot of news channels and stuff like that. And, and, it, and it varies across the country, obviously. It always has, even when it was low. You know, and, and there, I've, I've read some things where they blame the administration. Of course, that, that's the one thing that is the common, you know, the common denominator. Whenever the gra- gas prices go up, whoever is in office, it's their fucking fault. You know, it, it's always the, the, the current president's issue with gas prices being high. So then you dig deeper and you dig into certain things that you buy at the grocery store that to, you know, I buy things that are two or three dollars, you know, whatever, blah, some things. And those things have gone up to three or four dollars. And the question would be why? You know, and it's not because and and what they're saying is it's just more of just a supply and demand type shit. Like they're the producers of these mass things of I can't believe it's not butter are still producing, I can't believe it's not butter, but they're producing it at a lower rate because they don't have as many workers because for some reason, motherfucking America don't want to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big part I, of it. I, I, I don't think it's a surprise to me, you know what I mean? The government just gave away, you know, I don't know, millions, maybe even trillions of dollars to, you know, people all over this goddamn nation. They gotta, they gotta recoup it somehow. I, I, I don't see where the two are, are really that different. I think one has something to do with the other. You know. Okay. Can we just stop saying that? First of all, it doesn't matter who's in office—Republican, Democrat—they don't deal with gas prices. The president doesn't control gas That's prices. Perfect. The, the president has nothing to fucking do with it. Well, I, w- so, I would say this. Nine times out of ten, no, but he can release more production from in a shortage. Like he, he, has, he can take an emergency, uh, whatever it's called, and, and if there's a shortage of gas, he can release barrels off the, off the coast and he can put in more. Some, but nine times out of ten, it's OPEC from the Middle East that controls the gas prices. I agree with you on that. Nine times out of ten. Absolutely. 
And OPEC is but, not but going does, to speed but, up gas. But and if they speed it up, it, we can't get it here anyway. There's no way to get it. There's no workers to get them. Well, it comes through the line, so that's not really an issue there. So gas well, is not Doesn't the stock market have some bearing on the gas no, prices? No. What has, gas what, price has bearing what on what the stock, stock market. What does the stock market have to do with the president? A lot. Well, his, his words, his decisions, you know, comments he makes can affect what the stock market Absolutely. does. And what does that have to do with the be paying $3 a gallon on gas? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. He has no control of that. That is something totally different from the president. I would say that to say he has no control is erroneous because he does have some control. He, ha he has some control. His, his, he, he, again, he can release production in an emergency situation, so he has some control. We're not there right now, but right now the question is, is OPEC is not willing to speed up the production of gas because they don't have enough workers to do it. Right. That's, that's the biggest thing right now, why gas prices are so high. We don't have fucking drivers to take gases, um, you know, to, to drive to different areas. There's a shortage of truck drivers yeah, right that's now. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why the guys because people people don't want to go back to work for some reason. Because we went through a year of Listen, gas price is gas I'm sorry guys. Gas price is based on what the government not the government but what we charge uh, uh, the oiler, oil makers for barrels of gas, right? Isn't it? Is there, there's a correlation. Yeah, sure. So no. how much we're paying for these barrels, barrels, yes. yeah, of no. gas it, it, or, or and, oil, and they, and they so to speak, and they break it down from there, like and it affects the gas Definitely. price. So our supply and demand of oil, and who controls the oil, controls the gas price. OPEC. OPEC, go you'll Google them and check them out. <laughs> They're OPEC they controls the oil. O OPEC has yes. more to do with oil prices. Well, hold on, oh, with oil prices, not the gas, not the, the oil prices. The the barrel, as you say, the, the okay. oil is this, this x amount of per uh, 0.032 today. OPEC is that's driven by how much production there is and how much production gets out. So OPEC's got 50 million barrels laid up here in the, in the basement, so to speak. Let's, let's, let's go for the layman's term. They got 50 million barrels in the basement. Gas price is going to be pretty low because they got all kinds of storage here. They got plenty of gas here. But when there's a run on gas mm. and it would happen in the COVID, nobody could go anywhere. No one could go anywhere. So there's all that's, this storage that, of that's gas. That's the thing. And then that's COVID, the biggest hold on, thing. Hold on, and then COVID, we got out of quarantine and now everybody's going everywhere. Gas is just coming out, flowing. Oh, they get, everybody needs gas now, and now there's a shortage of workers. So it's like a it's like a catch twenty two. You've got mm. uh, you need mass production, but a shortage of people to do it or to make that that whole situation happen. So it's it's I mean it's what do you, how do you say it? it's that uh, when you find that diamond in the sky which you never see or shooting star think some things you never see. This is a, this is a one off, and it's the COVID pandemic. I think that's God. And I'll tell you something. We can talk about gas prices all day, but. I do some of the shopping in my house, grocery shopping, and, and, and I'm I'm okay with the 355 we have in Southeastern PA. I'm telling you, it's 355, 359, something like that. Mm. I shop at Giant. I, I get the 25 cents or 90 cents off a gallon because I spent $900 in the last week in, in groceries. But the food prices right now is what's kicking me. Food really? prices right now are, I mean, bacon, 
Bruh, I, the big Oscar Mayer bacon I could buy for $5.99 two weeks ago. It is $11.99 now. It's not just food, he, though, he Terry. Do you guys, are you guys, are you guys experiencing this thing about uh, 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 five cents for bags at uh, Royal Farms? Oh hell! Are you having to buy you your bags? That? That, that, that's not new, Mark. That's that, old school shit. No, but that's new. That's new now. It's it's a thing now. Like there's no like every Royal Farm, any where I mean, except for the grocery stores, they got the bags there in the CVS. But like your local places like gas stations, 7-Elevens, you have to buy the bag you want your food in. Nah, and that's five we cents. Here. We, don't, we don't deal with that. We got rice. <laughs> we, don't, we don't deal with that. But I'll tell you And what, apparently, they're, yeah, they're take, blaming on the mayor. For a single bag. I'd make 15 trips in that store with my hands, but I'm not paying for no bags. Yeah, they're blaming on the mayor. Every, when I first noticed it, I, I kind of got a little attitude because I thought the lady was playing with me. But then I noticed it at another Royal Farms, and then I noticed it at a 7-Eleven. And I'm like, this shit is real. Like they're really charging five cents for a bag crazy, to right? put your food in. That's crazy. So you got gas price went up. Now you're paying for bags. So what's the, Groceries what's the went up. Of paying for the See, bag? but Mark, I think that the the bag thing is something that you don't you didn't realize as a as an American. No, dude. No, years. dude. No, dude. I could go to a yeah. royal farm and say, you know, get your food, and they sometimes they automatically give you a bag, and you say, oh, do you have a bag? And they'll give it to you. Dude, they stopped that. That is not a thing anymore. Out here, well, what, it's not a thing. And what I'm saying is, is that that type of that type of mentality, that type of business operation, has been going on for a while. So it's not it's not new. You know how new some of the things that we just talked about, you know, inflation, gas prices, things of that nature. Those are things that are new. What you're describing is something that is an old school practice. That maybe you know the company that you're speaking of is now practicing it for the first time, but that's an old school practice. Hold on, G. Bro. Hold on, G. People have been when you say old school practice, yeah. Hold on, hold on, Mark. When you say old school practice, I'm not talking about when you used to go down to Mr. Willie's Corner Store and get your purple. <laughs> oh hell no! And, 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 and the cops can get you, you on know, the street. I'm not talking about that. That's I, different. I apologize if, if 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 that's what you guys thought. That's not really what I meant. What G, I meant was have, old school in a sense of ten years from ten years from now. You know, ten years passed in in 2011. Ten years you ago, you could go to a grocery store and they could ch- they would offer you, would you like a plastic or paper? Or paper. I, plastic, some places are still doing plastic, that. Then they're going to charge you X amount of cents okay, for a plastic. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. They're they're still offering. Some places are still offering plastic or paper. I think Wegmans give you the op- option. Giant. Uh, yeah, but most places it's and still Wegmans plastic. don't charge you that five cents. I, I I I've not I've not been charged. Um, receipts. Okay. But I think you need to take a look. I'm talking Wegmans? about just yeah. simply Wegmans going into is for white man. Wegg is white. Yeah, but I'm simply talking about white going man. into a Royal Farms, a, a 7-Eleven, getting a hot dog, and some chips, and you want a bag to put it in to walk out the store. That bag you now have to pay for. They don't just offer it to you. No. That's not true. I it's a one thousand percent true. No bullshit. I go I go <laughs> to Seven Eleven on a regular so, basis. So let's say this: you're hold on, you're in Texas, he's in Maryland, I'm in Pennsylvania, he's in Florida. So it may not yeah. work the same way yeah. where you are, where he he is. I'm saying. I know. No, I, I, here, I, we ain't paying for no bags. I, I, we ain't paying for no bags. I promise you. And I, it just started. Listen, it just started happening. I, I swear to God, like this month. 
Not happening. It just started happening this month. <laughs> the first time I rushed the fuck y'all are when they after they Yo, tell you that guys. is a real thing, Dre. Honest to God, dude. That's what they're doing in B more now. And this is Baltimore City. Where I've noticed Man, it most because be that's when I that's... with the brown bag on the corner. Is that, is that you going to save, save a lot? Save a lot, yo. What's the save a lot? You want to save? No, the gro- <laughs> no grocery stores. Grocery stores. They still have the bags. In the grocery stores, it's my, my shoppers. I can still get the plastic. You know, my CVS still has the plastic. But I'm talking about these little sh- these these freaking. The Royal Farms so and the Seven Eleven at the Piggly Wiggly down there because I know y'all got them Piggly Wigglies down there in Florida. Y'all, y'all know for bags at the Piggly Wigglies. First Wiggly. of all, dude, we got Wawa, Seven Eleven. We ain't got no Piggly Wigglies down here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We got oh, too many Confederate flags. Has something the called Wawa Piggly Wigglies down there. So, so my my mom lives uh, in Baltimore, and she's not seeing what you're saying right now how do you know did you ask him ask, ask her again ask her again ask her i want to ask her again. no because because she asked me if you were paying about, for bags no she asked me about like <laughs> do they have wawa down here i'm like no we have 7-eleven though and she's well, like a wawa in texas no it's they have the uh what do you call it uh they have the uh racetrack or QT. Oh, on, on st- the, the racetrack on steroids with the, with the icy machine and the motherfucking sandwich joint. No. Yeah, and they sell pizza. It's, it's, it's no joke. Like, they have, like, a Sunday bar. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got yeah. they got the they got the, the ice cream machines yeah. there where you can get your little your soft serve ice cream with the toppings and shit. They got a little salad bar, not a salad bar, but a bar that you can pull the toppings in. The, yeah, and great, the great. Ask you know, your moms again, yeah, because I'm curious to know if she's experiencing that. I'm trying to tell you, it's some real. It, I work down by uh, Key Highway. That's where Domino Sugar is. And black they got, people over there. Nah, yeah. not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. All the crackheads are white in that area, just so you know. Not a whole lot. Not All a the crackheads are white. Yep. It's, it's some black folks down all there. All the poor ass people are white, and all the crackheads are white in that area. That you just they got a lot of runners down there for some reason. Uh, they all people white. Running. They're white we, too. We, we call that a blanket statement. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but no, but that's where I'm at. That's where I'll be going out to eat a lot. But I swear <laughs> yeah. to God, man, they all like Tony's Town. Isn't that Tony's Town? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah, <laughs> don't do that. Don't that's do that. Federal Hill. That's Federal Hill. <laughs> no, you, you might run into some white hoods in Tony Town. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you. You might run into some white hoods in Tony Town. That's a good chance. Hey, but then don't we love all this? Hanging out on that, that Glen side no. of Baltimore. Listen, there's definitely some hoods in Tawnytown. Mark, I've been there. I've Stop. seen them. I know what you're talking about. Stop. So, Mark, what, what what you're saying is is that when you purchase your goods, they charge you for a plastic bag. They try to. I refuse to pay it. <laughs> That's very black of you. <laughs> I refuse to pay. That's very black tried. of you. I, 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 I strategically, who I strategically I bring my lunch bag to work because I stop at the Royal Farms and get a sandwich, and I just I stick it in my lunch bag because I know how these fuckers are going to do me now. It, it you t- got a routine. Yeah, I got a routine now. I t- I bring my lunch bag. And then I, I buy my sandwich. I stick that some bitch in my lunch bag, and I take it into the building. They won't give me. I'm not paying for no bag, yo. They didn't kiss my ass. 
And you, do you ask for a dude who's in charge of the playing for the bag? Where's the dude who's gonna make me pay for the bag? Let me let me talk to him. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, my problem is I don't watch the news a lot anymore. And so the first thing they did was uh, it's the mayor's fault. When I got upset about it, they blame it on the mayor. But I didn't I didn't hear no shit about it on the news. But I, again, I don't really watch the news, so maybe they made an announcement i don't know but i'm not paying no five cent for the goddamn bag i can't pay the five i'm just not doing you walking that out of here with no food i can't pay the five <laughs> i'm he not said, doing it five dollars for a bag is crazy how i was introduced to it, it was We'd so arbitrary it was... to this damn store because you didn't want to pay the five <laughs> damn <Yeah. man. laughs> Yeah. It, it started, let me tell you how it started. It started with them providing a bag for you because usually they'll have the bag behind the counter and they'll just give you the bag so you can wait for your food, right? Because you, you put your food in on a little program thing, on the thing. So now they're not even giving you a bag. They say, oh, the bag is right there. You can grab one. And then the next time I go in, there's no bag and I got to pay for one? Come on, man. Come on! <laughs> All I'm saying is, on, again, up here in Southeast, South Central PA, we are not doing that. I, I wish somebody would. I'm with, I'm with that subject entertain on that one, but no, I'm not paying for no bags. Again, I'm, I, I walk in the store 15 times to carry everything out, but I'm not paying for no bags. That's crazy. So, so just so y'all know, Bar Dog 2019 Pinot Noir has hints of chocolate and tobacco. Who cares? Oh, hold on. About what? G has moved on to the This Week in Wine segment. So, so just go ahead, G. This Week in Wine. I have. And, and just, it, it, I'm sorry, damn it. I just took a sip of it. The tobacco taste hit me and I had to share it. So it was, you know, it's called Bar Dog. It's a Pinot Noir, California Pinot. Um, you know, one of the tasting things that they say is that it has a, a hint of chocolate and cherries and fruit forward but they also describe the the after taste as a tobacco and what, the fuck and what happened for me about? is that i didn't believe it and i just took a fucking sip as we were talking and i fucking tasted no, tobacco let me, let me ask you, finally, you, how many sips had you taken it. before you tasted tobacco what difference does that <laughs> a <make>? huge one <laughs> a huge one <laughs> I mean, I will give you the answer, but I mean, just how to, of all the shit I just said, how you going to come at me with how many tastes? I want the answer. Okay, so I'm probably a little more than half of the bottle. So so what I know is halfway through the bottle, it starts to taste like tobacco, just so you know. So now it tastes like Newport Lights. <laughs> see, see, hey, see Dre, so Dre, you didn't have to blackify it the way you just did, all right? You blackified it. That's true, because that's not what was going like on. Pack. How are you going to put Newport? I could have been, it could have been Marlboro Lights, motherfucker. It could have been motherfucking Parliament. Why well, it's got to be well, Newport Lights? Because 100s. I said. That's the shit that Mark, Mark, Mark said. Because Mark I said. Like, boom, the new, boom, the Newport done. Light 100s. You didn't say Marlboros. You said tobacco. You didn't so, say tobacco. You didn't say tobacco. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, he said he poured ice in the salt pack. He's going hard at you, right? Is he that he met bar you dog has a huh? He met you halfway. He did, he did, and I, I you know, and, and if, we were, if we were, if we were going to, if it was going to be any tobacco, it'd probably been Newports, or you know, it certainly would have been three hundred fives. Has anybody tried three hundred fives at all? Yes. 
The uh, three oh three oh five. It's the uh, short um, short the, Marlboro pack. No, 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 that's not it. <laughs> I thought um, he was gonna say it was a new gun. Dre <laughs> is a, yeah, that's is the new. A, is a, <laughs> no, I'm about to tell you. I'm about to school y'all. Let me school y'all. Let me school y'all. <laughs> Hold on. Three oh fives is a uh, Florida it's distributed cigarette that is made in Miami. Yes, the area code. And let me just tell you, if you have a strong desire to quit smoking cigarettes, go ahead and buy a pack of 305. <laughs> the motherfuckers will get, they will take you off cigarettes and, and any smoke going into your lungs. These motherfuckers are for real, bro. They are no fucking joke. They, and, they, and you know how much they cost? Don't, don't, don't do it. You ready? Please tell me. You ready? Three oh five. Stop lying! Stop lying! Are you kidding me? I, 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 I'm telling you, it's Amido, the oh, inflation. Them niggas might have went right up. Now. Yo, them niggas might have went up. I'm telling you, they might have went up, but they had the green box, which is the menthol. <laughs> of course they, and they had the other box. They did. The green, the green box is the menthol joint, yo. The green box. Now, now this, uh, green you know box. the 305 is in Miami area code, right? So I'm assuming it's a so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indigenous exactly. neighborhood. Our neighborhood yeah. is the you know, <laughs> you know, see people yeah. at the giant yeah. buying 305s. But Willie, I'm amazed that it hasn't made its way to Baltimore. It feels like it'd be such a good Baltimore cigarette. It's got to be called They cost four dollars and ten cents. Why is that a Baltimore cigarette? You know, he said he said they would have to be. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, G. Why? Why so? Because they cheap as shit. <laughs> oh, they are cheap. Just, that's wow. real fast. He dogged the hometown. He dogged the hometown. Didn't he? He dogged Didn't the hometown. Cheap as shit. God damn. Terrible. They're terrible. They 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 target they target chocolate. Target black people. They target poor communities. I got I got three dollars and five cents, and you smoking this thing that's not. It doesn't it doesn't even resemble a cigarette anymore. I mean, it looks like it, but. When you're smoking it, it's like you're smoking a piece of cardboard that was like found on the side of the road. You just roll the shit up, <laughs> round it up, Damn. said it was tobacco, uh, they, roll they the shit up. to a whole nother level. Like, you, you what the fuck? They black to a whole nother level. So yeah, they sent them in the Baltimore because it's chocolate city. <laughs> killing black. Yo, smoke these 305. I'm telling you, if you want to quit smoking, buy a pack of those motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't know if, it, I don't know if there's an interstate commerce rule for them 305s, but send me a pack. Let me try them out, brother. Ship <laughs> me some hey, up here. You know, I'm, hey, I'm tempted. I'm hey, really guess, tempted. Guess who I can't call to sponsor us next week? I can't call 305 Ooh. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't call them. Way to go, G. Another sponsor. 305, you can call them. You can call them. I can't call 305. Another sponsor down. Man. <laughs> All right, One so listen, man. Down. Let's keep it pushing, man. That's been fun. It's, it's late in the night, man. We had some other things we're going to talk about. We're going to pass those on to the next session, fellas, if all y'all cool with that. Because it, it's that time, man. It, it's really late on the East Coast. So, we, Dre, I know you got an hour on us, but we can go ahead and wrap it up tonight, man. Appreciate y'all riding with us for sure. But we can go ahead and get into our anything for the greater good thoughts right now. So, Dre, start us off with anything for the greater good, man. You know what? Um, the greater good uh, that I have is that uh, my friends came down for like my birthday and the one dude that I thought was going to be there, uh, he's fighting cancer. So, uh, amazing. Sorry to hear that. That's mm. unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. So mm. the biggest Fuck thing, cancer. the biggest thing is, is that just 
the shit you're going through, somebody's going through something worse. Amen. Facts. That's so facts. you need just, just you know, just take everything in a grain of salt. I guess. Uh, I I love all you guys. Love you back, man. And I love I, I I love all the dudes that came down for my birthday. But like I said, there's always something going on. And you have to realize that and just, uh, you know, just you, you, you think your shit's fucked up. Somebody's got some fucked up shit going on. You know what I mean? And there you so, have it, Dre Dog. We appreciate your thoughts for the greater good. So everybody listen to the show. Listen to Dre Dog. Take things with a grain of salt, man. Because no matter how, how bad your situation is, somebody's always doing worse, man. Dre, we appreciate that, man. That's, that's good food for thought for the greater good. Marcus Parkus, hit us off, brother. Oh, man. You know, I, I ain't got really nothing really, really important to say except for the fact that, you know, I, I mastered uh, sleeping because I'm really tired right now. And I know y'all saw my text earlier. And I know I'm really good at sleeping because I can do this shit with my eyes closed. <laughs> and so... You said with your eyes uh, closed. With my eyes closed. Yeah, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm master the shit out of that. So that would be my greater good. Hey, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm worried about the boy, yo. I'm worried about your boy. Yo. He's clearly asleep right now. He's talking to us in his sleep right now. Everything he said, he's learning to sleep. I can master sleeping with, with my, my eyes closed. closed. Eyes closed, man. I'm not trying to tell you some good shit. That's what I do. Hey, listen, man. Listen. I hey, will listen. tell you that it's, I will think about Billy that. Thing. As I We're all now dumber like, for listening to what this you This is what said. he was talking about. <laughs> So let's go. Let me go ahead and give my greater good, man. My greater good is somewhere near Dre's. And it's like, I know, Dre. I'm trying to. I'm trying to move it on. I'm trying to. But that's your boy. That's your boy, man. Matter of fact, when we get off of here, I'm going to let you two stay on. And you two can talk about Alex Baldwin some more. Since y'all are down, come to to reasonable understanding. He said he said he is asleep. What is that? Mastered it. He's mastered it. Mastered that shit. Mastered it. Above all other things. So my, my, my greater good, man, is I had it and then I lost it. So I'm going to go back to the dream bus <laughs> laughing. But uh, my thing is that for every situation that you face in life, uh, they're never going to be what you want them to be. But it's the mental toughness. You somebody touched on earth. That mental toughness and that gets you through the next moment. Like, don't always put everything in. Let me get through this day. Let me get through this week. Let me get through this month. Sometimes I find myself having to get through the next minute, get through the next hour, and then that's a day, and then it's a week. So don't put too much pressure on yourself to run too far down the road before your mind and, and your soul and your, and your strength is ready to do that. Mm. And I say that to me more than I say that to you guys. I have to take time back and pull back and say, hey, you're running too fast. You're ahead of where you even are. So I say that to people out there is that don't get ahead of yourself. You know, Stay in your lane. And when you need help, call somebody and ask for it. That's that's my greater good. G money, never the last. I mean, never the least, but always the last. Man, go ahead, brother. Give us your greater good. Uh, you know, just kind of to continue the positive vibes that was that started the show. Um, you know, just everyone who's listening and everyone who's a part of what we do, just continue to stay positive and push forward. Um, you know, life will throw lemons at you. 
Make some motherfucking yeah, lemonade, and if you want to, throw some citron in that motherfucker to spice that bitch up. And Man, if you want to, throw some citron in that shit. Yeah, throw some citron in If it's dealing your lemons, make lemonade. And and I'm drinking a lot of motherfucking lemonade right now, I can tell you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay positive, stay positive, stay black, because that's all we can do, you know? Stay black and die. That's what we do. Stay back. We appreciate you, man, for everybody for their great and good. So listen, man, this is the Forum 4 Podcast. We are wrapped for the night, man. Appreciate y'all riding with us, all our listeners. Make sure you go onto our Facebook page and you like us there and you follow us on Twitter. You make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on our YouTube clips that you see out there. And we got some new stuff coming up. Producer Steve has got some new stuff coming out on at the end of October. Our website's going to be up. That's going to be pumping. There's going to be clips on there, um, outplays. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff going on in the future. So not going to get that too much right now. But fellas, appreciate y'all riding with us. G Money, man. Holler at the people before you go, brother. Yeah, yeah. Big up, big up, big up. Big Marcus. We'll see you out. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. Dre Dog, holler at the people one more time, man. Hey, follow me at uh, Dre Wilson on Facebook. Brown Chicken, Brown Cow on Instagram. And the Real Dre Dog on uh, Twitter. Twitter. There you go. You can find me at the Real T uh, on Instagram, the Real T on Facebook, and the Real T on. Um, What's the other one? IG. That's how my kids say it. On IG. I just want to be cool for a second. But listen, I appreciate you arriving with us tonight, man. It is the end of the night. Comment, subscribe, like us. If you have anybody that you want to talk to individually, go ahead and hit them on the individual pages. But appreciate you arriving with us, man. It's the Form 4 Podcast, and we are out. Big up on the cell.